Well, hello, race fans. Welcome to a new edition of the USF Pro Insider. This is episode number 48. It is Tuesday, May the 23rd, 2023, almost to the end of the month of May, but obviously big races still to happen in the city of Indianapolis. This is Rob Houghton. I am the USF Pro Insider. Looking forward to chatting with our current USF 2000 point leader, Lockie Hughes, today. But before we jump into talking with Lockie, let's uh, kind of go back to the last event and do a quick synopsis of the Discount Tire Grand Prix of Indianapolis. Of course, the event uh, just a couple of weeks ago on the Indianapolis Motor Speedway road course. I'll just do a kind of a quick update here. Uh, USF Pro 2000, obviously uh, an exciting event, double header for that category. The uh, opening race of USF Pro 2000 had some rain come midway through. Uh, race officials decided to bring the red flag out. They made a change to the wets, and it was the J. Howard Driver Development uh, Team that really kind of came to the forefront. Ricardo Scotto ended up getting the win, powered his way forward as everybody else was kind of managing quickly degrading rain tires because it was wet, but quickly a dry line uh, came up. So, uh, again, the J. Howard Driver Development cars were quickest. Scotto was able to power away to the win. Reese Ushijima followed him through. He ended up finishing second for his uh, first uh, podium finish there as well. First win for Escoto, which was key. And then uh, Michael D. Orlando rounding out the top three, kind of breaking what has been a really a streak of bad luck for Michael last year's USF 2000 champion. Race number two, uh, Francesco Pizzier ended up coming out uh, with the lead after a, a chaotic start, uh, but a yellow flag came out and just a weird restart for Francesco. Didn't punch off in time. Green flag came out, caught him off guard. But Salvador de Alba uh, got the call for green, jumped out of line, and was able to power his way down to lead into turn number one. His teammate from Exclusive Autosport, Joel Grandforce, following him through. They were 1-2 coming out of the opening corner. Grandforce would eventually get by de Alba and go on to get his first USF Pro 2000 victory. So big for him to kind of get himself back a bit of the points chase. Jace Denmark uh, rounding out the top three and all in all talking about some of the drivers who had you know good runs whether it was Oscoto or Grandforce with those race wins was not a great weekend for Miles Rowe although he did recover back to a top 10 finish in race two uh this was not what he needed at all after a fantastic start that included three wins in a second Rowe though still with a 39 point lead that's uh, more of the points that you can get in one round so Rowe still looking very good for Paps Racing up front D-Force Racing's uh, Kiko Porto sitting in the second spot. Pizzi right there for TJ Speed in third. Joel Grandforce and Jace uh, Denmark rounding up the top five in points. Very early in the season, as we know. We'll see what happens this coming weekend at the Freedom 90. In USF 2000, Matt Clark, the USF Juniors champion, looked like he was going to be able to get his first win. But a battle between he and Simon Sykes in the final lap going into turn one. Contact between those two drivers. They end up going off in the grass. VRD Racing, Sam Corey was third at the time, able to scoot through cleanly. He ends up going to get the win. And uh, so beneficial, of course, for Corey to go from what would have been third to the win. Same goes for Lockie Hughes, our guest here today. He was running P4. He ends up second. Nikita Johnson ends up uh, rounding out the top three uh, to go on the podium. For both Hughes and Johnson, they would have great weekends, All uh, both those drivers on the podium for all three races. In race number two, Sykes was able to rebound and get that win that he needed, bouncing off the win from Sebring as well to keep himself in the championship fight. He wins by over a second and a half from Hughes and Johnson, as I had said, both of those drivers uh, on the podium, all three races at IMS. Uh, two yellows in race number three. It was kind of a messy race, not, not a race that we really like to see in USF 2000. There were some drivers getting overzealous. We had some contact uh, that probably didn't need to happen. 
Uh, Hughes, though, was able to get out front again cleanly to get the win over Johnson, his third win of the season. And I, ironically, we'll talk a lot about this, winning at least one race at all three stops on the season so far, uh, St. Petersburg, Sebring, and then Indianapolis. So a great start to the season with the consistency for the Australian. Johnson back on the podium again for all three races, as I said, in second. And Simon Sykes able to come back to get P3 to salvage some points. Uh, we'll bring Lockie in here in a minute. In a minute. Uh, 14 points is all that separate Lockie Hughes and Simon Sykes up front. Three wins for Lockie, two for Simon. This is going to be a good battle, I think, for the entire season. And we'll wait for Nikita Johnson to get back on top of the podium as well. He scored a win at St. Petersburg. But right there in the fight for the championship in third, uh, Evagoras, Papasavas, and Sam Corey rounding out the top five. So, again, that's a little uh, kind of a review from the uh, discount tire Grand Prix of Indianapolis at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway on the road course. But now it's all about the Carb Night Classic. We're only a couple of days away to, uh, from heading to Lucas Oil Indianapolis Raceway Park, the bank 5-8 mile oval. Opportunity for the young drivers in USF 2000 and USF Pro 2000 to get some oval experience. And let's bring in Lockie Hughes. Uh, Lockie, come on in. Great to have you here with us. Uh, it's almost time to turn left for an yeah. entire evening, right? Yeah, pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Um yeah, it's uh yeah, I can't wait um for this week, you know, to be turning left. So I've got Talladega Nights on in the background <laughs> yeah. just as uh, prep, but uh no, no, it's uh we we've done a test there and it's uh it's unbelievable how tough it is just turning left. You think, you know, uh, well they they call it four turns, but really it's essentially two two corners and it's uh it's so different to anything you've you've done growing up on road courses and karting and stuff. So it's uh it's a completely new challenge, but I can't wait. Yeah, for those that don't obviously understand it, it's you know when you're when you're coming up in karting, it's always road course racing. There are kart there is karting and, and oval racing, but but for uh, for the most part, obviously the drivers who come into our program, the USF Pro Championships, presented by Cooper Tires, have done sprint karting. They've done all those kind of events. Uh, it's I, I think the one thing, uh, Lockie, that people don't kind of understand to a certain extent. Uh, is the level of co of concentration you have because you, you, yeah. you literally never like you know Indianapolis you got two big long straightaways you know you get up into yeah. sixth gear you're pinning it you can take a breath a little bit you know get, take your hands off the wheel um, same thing with karting but man when it comes to, to that track and, and we don't even run it like the, the midgets or the silver crown cars we don't go down to the bottom of the track no. the we're no. running the top line exactly. how's that give me your thoughts on running at the wall the entire night uh <laughs> i'll let you know after after <laughs> friday night but um right but like when we tested there I, it's it's yeah it's it's so tough but like just just the little things you don't really even think of like concentration like yeah. on a normal road course you don't have any problems with that but like at lor because it's almost so simple that you almost start to lose concentration sometimes because it's just like so simple sort of thing um so to just like keep on top of that and be yeah running right up against the wall with no room for error it's uh it's gonna be tough that's for sure it'd be a lot easier i think if we could get down to the bottom line um but yeah because we're running right up there against the wall it's uh no it's tough yeah, the only time you're really getting that bottom line is when you're trying to pass someone on the inside for sure let's set the stage right now lucky hughes joining me folks the driver of the number eight j howard driver development machine point leader right now in the USF 2000 category, uh, 21 years of age, out of Australia. You can probably picked that up from the from the accent. Uh, Lockie's been here for a couple of years now. Won the F4 US Championship uh, back in 2022 last year. Six wins, four podium finishes, seven pole positions, and five fastest race laps. 
We did get a chance to see him, though, at Mid-Ohio, came over with Jay Howard, who he ran F4 with, and had a really good kind of debut, right? The, the, yeah. the introduction to the series was uh, really in the top uh, six, essentially, for all three races on that triple header. Fourth in one of the races, of course, kind of setting up for the 2023 campaign. And, Lockie, let's go now into how the season has started. And I think I prefaced there in the review of Indy, very impressive start to the season. You're the point leader, but winning at all three venues. I think that just shows your consistency, right? It's not like you showed up on one track and you didn't have the pace. You were up front the entire uh, year so far. You won it at, at St. Pete. You were able to win at Sebring, and you get a victory at Indianapolis as well. Tell me a little bit about how that, how important that is for you, the no, to know that everywhere you go, you're probably going to roll out with a chance to win. Yeah, I mean, that'd be nice. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't really ask for – better starts well you, you can but um yeah. if I could have taken the start to the season exactly exactly no I've been I've been happy with the start to the season um there's been a couple of incidents which has cost me a couple of points um like uh Sebring race two which uh you have to forget about but uh no to I didn't even realize I had one at every single event until yeah. I was actually uh listening back to the commentary and listening to you <laughs> yeah tell me so um so yeah i thought oh yeah that's uh it's, that's quite cool to um win at every single event so far so gotta keep it up um but yeah i mean can't thank the team enough for you know great start to the season everyone was telling me how tough obviously i did one ra race last year but um and it was bloody tough racing usf 2000 and yeah everyone was telling me how you know, as a rookie, it's hard to come in and win straight away, which it is. So over the off season, I was just, you know, doing more prep than I ever have. And, uh, you know, because I know you only have one crack at it. So, uh, yeah, giving it everything I've got. Pretty much. Uh, again, coming up this weekend, you're on the Oval for the Freedom 75 at uh, IRP. After that, we head to Road America. I know you have some experience at Road America. What are your thoughts on heading to that track? One of my favorite tracks on the calendar. Oh, I, I completely agree. It's my favorite track by far. Um, you know, ra raced there last year in F4, and uh, it's another track that produces some really cool racing. Um, I feel like IMS with long straights all the time, so should be crazy racing again. Um, but, yeah, that track is, I mean, it's my favorite track in the country by far. There you go. All right, so let's, let's talk about your career. Let's give some background for people who don't know. You started in karting like so many uh, people have done. You ran the Australian Karting Championship, but you made the move to the Australian F4 Series back in 2018. Calculated move that you figured you were kind of ready to go and head to F4 racing? Yeah, well, I'd, I'd done karting everywhere. Like I'd um, obviously raced back home a lot i went to europe and did wsk and stuff and had success um came to america used to race uh listen to you when i used to race uh scusa every yep. year at the super nats and awesome. i did Fl florida winter tour um so i'd raced i'd raced everywhere and uh i always had a a goal at like a certain point in my life age-wise and everything where i want when i wanted to move to car racing um and originally that was supposed to be europe i always wanted to go to europe um but i had a good opportunity um in australia because i was given a um a scholarship um to race f4 there so we thought oh you know um because it was all very late i mean i i'd only done like a couple of test days in a car full stop before i started that season so wow. um so yes yeah, so i sort of 
thought, okay, we'll just do that this year and um, then maybe one next year, you know, move to Europe or whatever. But uh, no, so yeah, did that and, you know, went all right, won, won uh, some races, um, won the rookie championship and all that. And then uh, then wanted to go to Europe the next year, but then a uh, little thing called uh, budget wasn't yeah. there. So uh, no, it wasn't quite possible. And then, um, and then, uh, did it again and finished second in the championship. Um, it was a bit of a weird year that year. Um, wasn't really run properly and had problems and just racing. Um, and then COVID hit, which uh, which no one was expecting. No doubt. <laughs> um, and the sponsors that I did have and the supporters that I did have, um, yeah, couldn't help me anymore. And uh, that was a very tough point in my life and my career. Yeah, you were essentially on the on the, uh, the the shelf on the sidelines for car racing at least through 2020 and 2021. You had told me before the show yeah. you did some KZ karting, some shifter karting as well. But so what what changed for you to be able to now number one not just stay at home in Australia and run again, but what changed to allow you and you said it was budget to be able to come to the US to be able to run with Jay Howard to take a run at the F4 championship and there where you are now being you know someone that everybody's keeping an eye on because you've won the F4 championship be following in the footsteps of a Kyle Kirkwood kind of thing where you kind of jump into USF <laughs> 2000, right? And, and he's, he's, he's blazed the trail for so many drivers. What changed to get you over here into a full-time program? Yeah. So, um, yeah, COVID hit and yeah, I, I was able to do some, uh, KZ karting thanks to Michael Patrizzi back home who, yeah. um, run Patrizzi course. So, uh, yeah, like as well as, uh, yeah. So as well as working for him. So I started working for his, his team, um, working in the shop. So I was doing that and I was able to race some go-karts for him as well. Um, and then, yeah, it was, uh, I always, um, cause I actually did Scusa one year, um, the super Nats with Jay, um, in 2015. And that was my first ever race in juniors. Um, and we were actually running third in the final until my chain fell off. Um, yeah. So, uh, so that was like my first time meeting Jay, racing for Jay and everything. And after that, we always, we always kept in touch. So, um, during, uh, during that COVID period, I did more thinking and realized Europe, Europe's impossible. I'm never going to be able to, never going to be able to make it there. And I, uh, always loved American racing. Um, always did a lot over here, knew a lot of people. Um, and then thought, yeah, the only way I'm going to make a career in open wheelers is to come to the US. So I um, was planning on coming and doing F4 in the US in 2021. Um, so I was talking to Jay about that and then didn't quite have the budget. Um, and then, yeah, in, uh was able to, you know, just wasn't racing for a while. So I was able to, you know, just save up and go, you know what, well, we have to give it a crack in 2022. So you know, can't thank my parents enough for everything they sacrificed to be able to, you know, um, allow me to come over here by myself and, uh, you know, get get me started over here in uh, racing. Would this uh, put you in a position like so many other drivers where, man, you're really kind of relying on that scholarship to win USF 2000 to go to pro next year? Uh, I'd say so at the <laughs> moment. Um, uh, I, I mean, we'll, we'll see. we, we 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 do have some people helping us, um, awesome. and uh, we're you know trying to talk to more people at the moment. But 
you never you never know. Um, well, you're obviously showing what you're worth. You've you've uh, <laughs> you've stepped up and put your name in in, uh, in the spotlight quite a bit. Let's let's talk about you living in, in Indianapolis right now. How's it gone for you so far? You got a core group of guys you hang out with. You are you a pit fit guy? Yeah, I am. I'm a pit fit guy. Nice. Um, I love it. There's, there's no other way. Um, but no, it's a, it's a different way of life. I tell you, living in Indianapolis. Okay. Um, I've I've learned to enjoy it, but it's uh it's completely different being from where I'm from, which is like the warmth, the beach. Like I literally live five minutes from the beach, <laughs> so uh, it's uh, here here. It's like a six hour drive or more than that. I don't even know how long it is. So it's right. uh it's it's completely different. Um, and just yeah, getting used to the American way of life. Um, fine sometimes, yeah. It's just yeah, different. So uh, <laughs> I know one hundred percent is. There's no doubt. It is, that. yeah. So no, so I've actually really, really enjoyed it. That's awesome. So listen, I, I was obviously watching uh, social media throughout the weekend. That you know, obviously, the this past weekend at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the pole qualifying uh, events were absolutely wild. Bump day was nuts. The emotions up and down. I know that you were kind of trackside for that. What, what were your thoughts on that experience? Had you be, had you been to qualifying weekend before? Because man, it was this year seemed like just it was the level of excitement and anxiety was just nuts. Yeah, no, that was my first time to qualifying weekend, and it's crazy. I mean, I, it it reminded me a little bit of like in the early days of racing when you were trying to make a final at you know Vegas or something. Yeah. That just that feeling, and you can just see them. You know, they're a bit tense, especially the the uh, bump guys on bump day um it's not a position you want to be in but uh i mean it's just crazy in general that day like we went and stood outside turn one and seeing the cars come you see them and then you see them you know a kilometer over there so it's it's crazy how fast they're going but it's um it's an experience that's for sure and uh it's something I want to, I really want to be a part of one day. I love that. I like the fact that you guys get a chance to kind of go there to get a taste for it. It's like, man, this is, I want to be here. Right. Especially when you, when you look at a guy like a Kirkwood yeah. or Renus VK or some of these guys that have come through our entire program. Right. And they've got there. There's, an, yeah. there's, there's a chance to get it done. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, it makes you want to do it more watching it. And it also makes you, <laughs> it, it will give you a lot more respect for them seeing how fast they're going. Um, it almost makes you like not scared, but you're like, holy crap, like <laughs> these guys this, are, is, this, is this is what it is. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's insane. It is insane. Let's look at the down down the road a little bit. Let's, actually, let's let's go quickly down the road. Let's talk real briefly about the Freedom 75 this weekend. You said you had testing. Uh were you fast? Did you feel comfortable? Are you feeling pretty good coming into this weekend? We, there's been success before. Jay Howard's had success, of course, with Christian Rasmussen at that event as well. So what are your thoughts on coming into the race on, on Friday night? Uh, I honestly have no clue what to expect. Um, <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I'm just going to be a sponge um, to learn it all, that sort of racing for the first time. I mean, I think we went pretty good on the testing that we did. Um, but it's just it's just different, you know, the way, the way you feel the car, the way you just approach everything. So it's um, – no, I, th I think it should be a good weekend. Um, I'm, I'm confident like every race, but, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to just, just, you know, see how it is with 20 other cars on track as well. Cause it's such a small circuit really. Um, and it's just, it's going to be interesting when you're yeah, having to pass people cause it's completely different to just 
driving around by yourself, no stress, just <laughs> focused true. on, yeah, just hitting your marks and everything. So, no, I uh, I can't wait. That's, that's very true. Now, we talked about those, look, kind of look at the rest of the season. We already talked about Road America. It's a track you love, like you said. Uh, then we've got Mid-Ohio, which is a track not only you, you raced on an F4, but you actually raced there as well in the USF 2000. So you've got that experience a little bit. Yeah. But you're also a race winner at St. Petersburg. So we've got Toronto coming up. What uh, <laughs> yeah. is, is there any of those, those races you're really looking forward to first and foremost? Um, Road America for sure. I, I, uh, I always can't wait to get back there. Um, Wisconsin. I like just everything about it. Just being on the water there when you eat dinner sometimes. All right, yeah, it's, it's just, cool. We're going back to you being like being at the beach, right? So I guess. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So just the whole, just the whole vibe of, uh, of the place I quite like. Um, very excited to get back to Mid-Ohio as well, just to see, obviously that was the first time I raced a USF 2000 car last year, um, did that one off. So uh be cool to see, you know, just how how different I am of a driver um, when I get back there this year. Very and true. then uh, and then Toronto, uh, from what I've heard, it's, <laughs> it's a lot crazier than St. Pete's. So, um, that's going to be interesting. Uh, it's going to be cool to go to Canada. That'll be my first time. Um, You'll like that race. It's fun. Yeah, and then uh, Portland, another another new track for me. So, um, and then hopefully battling for a championship. <laughs> I think you will be. Let's put it that way. You're off to a great start so far. Let's have some fun here right now. You're from Australia, which is obviously uh, we've seen a lot of drivers from Australia come over to be part of this program. Um, let's talk. You say it's different here. Let's talk yeah. about let's talk about food a little bit. I always like I always like to ask the drivers, yeah. but you know some of these guys are younger, fourteen. You're a little older than that. What's your go to if you're on the road? You're on a road trip somewhere. What's your go to if you're gonna stop on the road? Like, are you a fast food guy? Are you a Chip- we've got lots of guys that love Chipotle. What's what's your as an Aussie? Yeah. What, what do you what can you what can you stomach over here? <laughs> I mean, I've actually found that a lot of the fast food chains over here that are back home, um, like Macca's and KFC and all those they actually taste way better back home oh really i don't know I, yeah i don't know what it is i feel like over here they're even more greasy and even more <laughs> just bad for you that it's just like too much yeah I, I don't i don't know what it is but it's uh a lot of the, yeah a lot of the chains that are here that are back home i can't eat here because they they just don't taste the same so um but i quite like um like panera yeah um, okay usually traveling with Jay a lot and we're yeah. always stopping at Panera. So that's, <laughs> that's always a good stop. Um, it's got some healthier options. What about a home? Um, what about, are you, do you, you, obviously you live by yourself. Do you cook, do you cook just for yourself? What, what do you, what's your, what's your I, specialty? I try to, I'd like to say I cook. Um, All right. well, that's good. Prob- probably not my mom's cooking, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I've cooked a, I've cooked a couple of steaks before, just steak and salad. Um, good man. Didn't, didn't burn down the house. So, right. uh, That's a start. And, you know, cooked it a good medium rare, so it wasn't too bad. Well done. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't too bad, but I, I don't cook too often. The hard thing is I don't have at the moment to get around in, so um, to go like food shopping, like, and then all of a sudden you're racing the next, like, you're traveling somewhere. And then yep. I also help Jay with some, uh, some of the F4 driver coaching. So okay. that's more time on the road. So, um, it's, uh, yeah, the last, last thing I want is just a fridge full of, uh, full of smelly things. So, um, <laughs> <That> makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So sense. I, uh, I like yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate that I, uh, some good people here that I know and stuff. So I'll get 
invited to my friend's house for dinner or um or go meet some mechanics somewhere for dinner so i always try to be like sort of just doing something and Good they, man. All right. Well, listen, uh, obviously the start to the season, fantastic for you. I saw a point lead where they say 14 points over Simon Sykes after the first three rounds of the program, three wins as well. A really good weekend in Indianapolis. Uh, could you, would you have expected that? I know you probably would like to have had three wins, but man, on the podium, all three races, that is a successful weekend of that racetrack where we, where we know it can get chaotic. Yeah. Then the chaotic was an understatement really. Right. Um, it was it was crazy like every even the weather throwing the weather in True. there changing yeah. so um it just had everything that weekend and um to be honest going into that weekend i was a bit i was a bit not nervous but like uh when we did the chris griffiths test there we were very slow we to it's slow to my standards so um we had a bit to work on and yeah i was i was quite happy on the first day when we came out and we were um you know, in the top three every practice session. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we got we got good pace this weekend. And then uh, qualifying came around and, um, you know, qualifying wasn't too bad. We were, I think, a bit lower on tire pressures than everyone else. So we were just waiting to the end of the session, you know, to start throwing down some good laps. And then it was red flagged. And then uh, we had that one lap shootout at the end. And I got a, uh, I sort of got shafted on that lap because <laughs> Evagoras went off the front in front of me and then came back on and like wasn't really anything he could do and you know it, it was wasn't messy. anything I could do yeah so I, I sort of didn't get a lap and everyone sort of went quicker that lap so um so then to be in qualifying eleventh um, it's not ideal when your championship rivals are all up in the top three yeah. um, but uh, good thing. Uh, IMS created some crazy racing. So, I mean, I went from 11th to lead, leading at one point during that first race. So, um, right. it's yeah, just crazy. And then, uh, yeah, to then finish second and then second in the next one and then to win the, to win race three was uh, awesome. You know, I've always wanted to win around IMS since yeah. I moved here. So it's, um, that felt special for sure. Well done. Well done. Uh, all right, folks. Obviously, fo you know, if you're a race fan, you've been following Australian racers here in the U.S. for many years. Will Power being obviously one of the primary ones that we talk about all the time. There's a new one to follow right now in Lockie Hughes. Lockie, let, if they want to follow you on social media, what, what are your social media handles right now so they know how to follow you? Uh, social media handles, I think Lockie.Hughes on, uh, on Instagram. Um, Twitter, I think it's Hughes Lockie, and then Facebooks, yeah, like uh, just Lockie Hughes. Search me up, and you'll find my page. So, how about a quick shout out to your sponsors? Who do you want to thank for being able to be here racing in 2023? Uh, at the moment, my uh, I, I just got to thank my parents. Okay, um, that's a, that's <laughs> for, for many drivers, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. I mean, uh, if there's anyone out there who's looking for a talented young Australian. That's it. Well, <laughs> Let that's me good. know. Let me know. Um, but no, I mean, I got to thank my parents for everything. Um, I, I, I couldn't be doing going without them. So um, yeah. Well, listen, you're doing them proud right now, man. Great start to the season. Three wins, point lead heading into the Freedom 75 part of the Carb Night Classic this coming Friday. Lockie, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day. I appreciate it. No, thank you, Rob. I uh, see you. Uh, Lucas Oil Race. Yeah, we'll be there Thursday morning, bright and early. Oval, uh, the Oval Clinic, eight o'clock in the morning. Lots to learn. All right, folks. Hey, listen. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of our USF Pro Insider, episode number forty-eight with Lockie Hughes, your point leader in USF two thousand. If you'd like to follow the Australian drivers, this is definitely one to get behind. Extremely talented, 
uber quick on the racetrack and we'll be battling for a championship by the time we get to Portland on Labor Day weekend. Thank you so much for tuning in again, folks. We do appreciate it. I'll have another show coming after this weekend. We'll try to grab maybe one of the, or the race winner of one of the categories or another driver in the, in the podium. We'll see how it all plays out. But again, Friday evening, Carb Night Classic, Lucas Oil, uh, Indianapolis Raceway Park for the Freedom 75 and the Freedom Night. Thanks for tuning in, folks. My name is Rob Howden. Bye for now.